Welcome to Not a Novice, a time of refreshing and upliftment through the unfailing Word of God with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. Bishop Collins is the Bishop of the Good Shepherd Church, a dynamic church located in Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank Demerara, with branches all over Guyana. Now, here is the message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to church. This is Northern Novice Church. I'm your radio pastor. All right? So if anybody asks you, what church do you go to? Tell them, I go to a church or radio. It's called Northern Novice Church. All right? It's a blessing to come your way again this Tuesday afternoon. All the way from uh, Voice of Guyana. This is a voice. I believe that um, you are being blessed as we, um, as we go along. We are talking about wasting opportunities. Um, every new year, people um, try. People try. People, you know, want to do things better. I want to do well. I want to be great. Every, every year, people want to, you know, um, do things right. And so, it is in that spirit that I want to encourage you as your pastor. It's a good thing to do things right. It's a good thing to want to uh, keep a clean sheet. There's something in football, they call it clean sheet. When um, the team that is, that is playing wins matches without getting a goal against them, it's called a clean sheet. And so you have a goalkeeper, and then um, he always keeps the ball away from the, the goal. So let's say the team wins 2-0 or 2-0 or 4-0. So the team that didn't get scored, you say that the keeper or the team kept a clean sheet. Sometimes in football, it's, it's even a record. Sometimes the team can go play about 15 matches without getting a, a goal against them. It's like... A, 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 a clean sheet run. There's, there's something like that in football. You get it? And I know, I know that, you know, some of us, some of you out there, you like to have a clean sheet this year. And this year you decided that, you know what, you will not smoke again. Last year you tried it, it didn't work. But maybe this year you say, you know what, I don't want to smoke. Or maybe this year you say, you know what, you don't want to drink. Or you say, you know what, I just want to drink maybe just one glass a week or something. You know, people, as we start the year, people are enthusiastic. They want to do things right. One of the things that I want, I want to help you to, to try and do right is to not waste opportunities. You see, there was a guy called Judas. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this afternoon as you've joined us together here um, in this service. I pray you speak to our hearts like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so there's a guy like Judas. He was called Judas Iscariot, okay? He um, was one of the disciples of Jesus Christ. He was one of the disciples of Jesus Christ. So this is Jesus, the son of God, God himself. He came down from heaven uh, to earth. He came and he, he came to preach the gospel um, to uh, humanity, to mankind. He preached for three years. But before he started his ministry, he went around looking for disciples. And then he chose uh, 12 strong, able people who he felt could help him. Strong men. And um, one of them was called Judas. He, had, he chose 12. And so they had the opportunity to start ministry with Jesus Christ. 
And they, they were with him three years all over the place, preaching, teaching, encouraging, you know, healing, miracles, all kinds of sufferings, enjoyment. They went through a lot of things together. Now, there came a time where Jesus developed some enemies. And the enemies wanted to kill Jesus. So they were looking for somebody internal. A fifth column. They were waiting for a fifth column to, um, <laughs> to betray Jesus. And Judas was the guy who took advantage of his closeness with Jesus to betray him. In fact, the night when Judas led Jesus' accusers and haters to him in the garden called Gethsemane, that same night, when they went to the, to the garden, they saw Jesus and the other 11 disciples. And Judas kissed Jesus. In other words, the sign to the accusers of who they should pick, of who they should take, was the kiss that Jesus gave, uh, Judas gave Jesus. And so when Judas gave Jesus the kiss, Jesus told Judas, hey, Judas, Betrayest thou the son of man with a kiss? So, this guy got the opportunity to be with Jesus. The opportunity to do ministry with Jesus. The opportunity to learn how to do a church, how to gather people from the son of God himself. Instead of staying and tarrying and and, 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 and learning and, and taking that advantage of that opportunity, he ended up betraying his master, Jesus Christ. Bible says when he realized what he had done, he went to hang himself. He bought a field with the money that the Pharisees gave him, and um, he hanged himself. And when he hung himself, he died, and then the rope tore. The rope, the rope was torn. And then he came down. Came down. The Bible said that he, he fell headlong. His head came down. And then his, he, his intestine, his stomach opened. And his inner things, intestines, everything gushed out. Can you believe it? Can you believe that this is what happens to people who waste opportunities? You know, so don't waste your opportunity this year um, to be great. Don't waste your opportunity this year to do something good for yourself, to do something good for God, do something good for your life. Do not waste opportunities. Okay, so we're looking at the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15. The Bible says that, um, and, a certain, and he said a certain man had two sons. Luke chapter 15 verse 11. A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there, wasted his substance with riotous living. I've heard stories and I know people who work, they pay them weekly. Get a piece Saturday. Saturday, they don't go home. They stop 
at a place where they drink. And they drink out all the money. By Sunday morning, when they are going home, the money is finished. The Bible says that this guy took everything. He gathered all together. (laughs) There's a particular guy who his wife had to go to his workplace on the day that he's paid. (laughs) When he's paid, it's like the guy, the guy will spend the money if he gets the money today, Saturday. Oh, Jesus Christ. But he won't go home until the Sunday morning. When he goes home, money finished. So one of the things that um, the wife decided to do was to go to the workplace every time when he's paid. It was a session, I tell you. <laughs> it was a session. <laughs> and even for many years, it's still the same. It's still the same. Do not waste opportunities. The guy gathered all together and took his journey. It's not even like, you know what, dad, thank you for giving me what you've given to me, but I, I want to take half away. I want to leave half with you, you know, um, and then, you know, when I need it, I'll come for it. There was not even any idea like that. He took everything together and then he went away. And the Bible says that he took his journey to a very far, far country. He doesn't want any contact with his father. He doesn't want anybody to know about him. He isolated himself far, far, far. Be careful of people who isolate themselves from you. Into a far country. And there, the Bible says that this young man wasted his substance. He wasted the, the money he was given. He wasted the checks he was given. He wasted the gold, the jewelry, the diamond, everything, the half of what the father gave him. He wasted it. The Bible says with riotous living. <laughs> with riotous living. The, the, um, the, the, the uh, uh, Strong's, Strong's Corcondas uh, uh, gives the Greek word for riotous as asotos. A-S-O-T-O-S. Asotos, which means, uh, um, uh, it means, uh, <laughs> what does it mean? It means dissolutely or pro gately <laughs> Are you there? The guy wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, verse 14, there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want. Why should you be in want when your father is so rich? Why should you be in want when your father has given you half of his estate? It is because you are a waster. Are you a waster? There are some people who are wasters. You see, when you don't have a vehicle, you don't like to go out. Because you got to pay, pay, you got to call the car man, isn't it? And pay the car man. And, you know, these days, I don't even know how much it costs gas and this and that. But when you, when, you, when you get a vehicle, you know what happens. Even if you have to go to the supermarket, you know, five minutes away, you, you, you drive, you step into your car and move the car. <laughs> when you didn't have a vehicle, you walk just about five, ten minutes to the supermarket and come. Now you got a vehicle, you never walk. 
is gas. And those of us who drive, we drive a long, long time. It's lack of exercise, you know. Because you're always in the car, driving, 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 driving. Ah, you lack exercise. So, so sometimes when I go to, um, uh, uh, you know, our headquarters in Canal Number Two, and um, you know where we are still uh, under construction, you know, I like to walk around, walk around, park the car, walk around, move around. It's not something that you sweat and all of that, but it's good exercise. You get it. So some people are wasters. They waste money. They eat food, and then they throw the rest away. They eat. They just put a fork inside, say me one, and they throw away. They buy, go to, go to town. Some people cook and they take to work. Some people don't cook and take to work. I don't operate like that, so I don't understand. But I think that those who cook and take to work is more economical. I think so. I hear it's more, rather than if you have to buy lunch, maybe it's better to cook a little rice, you know, with dal and rice. A little pumpkin stew, you know, with your rice, or a little fried rice, you know, your little one or two fried plantain on the top of it, and then and a drum uh, and a leg of a chicken. You know, lunchtime you go into the lunchroom, you eat your rice, you're okay. But if you have to go out, you go and buy. By the time you are coming, maybe it's over two thousand dollars you spend because when you see the chicken, you see you see the chicken, your eyes just run through the chicken like that. You want chicken? You know, you say I want a leg, I want a tie. You know, before you realize you spend more than $2,000. You get it. So some people are also wasters. But God is telling you, if you're part of this church, that don't be a waster. Be somebody who will um, not waste your opportunities. And so we are looking at five opportunities or five good opportunities wasted by the prodigal son. Number one is that he wasted the opportunity to benefit from the advice his father gave him. Number two, which we did last week, it was he wasted an opportunity to be great. Sometimes your connection to someone is your path to greatness. Sometimes marriage makes you great. Before, you were, before when you were single, nobody knew you. Because you married this man or because you married this woman, now you become great. It's an opportunity. So make sure you love him. Make sure you love her. Make sure you do what is right so that you keep the relationship and you continue to be great. Or even as the years go by, you become greater. This afternoon, on us look at point three, which says that the prodigal son wasted his position. He wasted his position. He wasted his position. He wasted his position. Now, any position that you may have, It's an opportunity. Isn't it? Yeah? I think I spoke about Judas. Was it last week or earlier? It was earlier I spoke about uh, Judas. Judas had a position in the circle of 12 people who were Jesus' disciples. Let me tell you, to be part of any group may be a privilege. But to be part of the group around Jesus Christ was one of the greatest privileges and greatest opportunities ever to be handed to a human being. 
I don't know what you, what, you, uh, what you appreciate and what you value and what you respect. But I believe as a pastor, I believe as a, as a servant of God that one of the greatest opportunities, greatest privileges God has given to us, to me, is to be a preacher. That he will speak to me to speak to people. That he will use me to help people. That he will use me to guide people. It's one of the greatest opportunities. Even now that Jesus is not here and I'm not following Jesus uh, uh, physically, how, how much more Judas with Jesus? I mean, if, if, if you were to hear that Jesus has come to um, Chedi Jagan International Airport, will, will, will you not want to go and see him? I think everybody will go and, uh, go and see Jesus. What? Jesus? At the airport? Man, I want to go. Uh, will you come in? Or Jesus has come to uh, uh, the stadium? On the East Bank. Ah! I'm sure everybody will go. Because even people who are not like Jesus, when they come, people go and see them. <laughs> oh, isn't it? Many people have come to the stadium. A lot of things have gone in the stadium. They are not like Jesus. They don't have billions of followers like Jesus. But people go and watch them. So if Jesus was to come to the stadium on the East Bank, oh my God. People go. So, can you imagine a guy called G, uh, Judas, who the Bible says that even at the Lord, the Lord, the Lord's Supper, on the night where Jesus was betrayed, when the Bible says he took bread and after giving thanks, he broke it and said, "Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me." Jesus was seated in the middle. He had six of them on his left, six of them on his right. Among them was Judas, in a closed environment where he was talking to them about the kingdom. It was his last very, very, very last moment here on earth. Very, 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 very intimate time. Who was there? Judas was there. Judas was there. Now, for you to even understand the position I'm talking about, because if we bring it down to the, to the prodigal son, he was the father's second son or last son. He was privileged to be in a house where even after he came back, a party was, was held in his honor. Now when he came back, there was still goats to kill for him. There was still uh, clothes for him to put on. There was still accommodation for him to take. And that was the place he left. The position he left. Just for you to understand Judas' position. In the book of Acts, when after Judas had died and gone, the disciples were praying. They were in the upper room. And then um, Apostle Peter, who uh, we believe was there, the rock of the church, the leader of the New Testament church, said to those who were gathered that Judas's position must be failed. <laughs> Can you believe that the position that you are now enjoying, if it becomes vacant, it will be filled? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> when will it be possible to see you? Ah, the position you occupy. If you dare rubbish it, disrespect it, waste it. Like the prodigal son wasted his opportunity. He was lucky. He came back. Nobody had to replace him as a son, but he came back asking to be a servant, not even a son. Because he realized that he, he, he wasted his, his place as a son. 
Judas wasted his place as one of the greatest apostles. He wasted his place as one of the disciples of Jesus Christ. So in Acts chapter 1 verse 22, Peter said, let us, let us choose from among us. Since the time of that John, Jesus was baptized during that time, up until now that the Lord has left us, somebody to replace Judas, Acts chapter 1 verse 22, to be ordained as a witness with us of his resurrection. You know one thing that is amazing to me? That Peter would say that they should choose from those who have been with them from the time of Jesus' baptism up to the, the, the day that they were, he was talking in Acts chapter 1, which was very close to the day of Pentecost. That, you, you, that there were people who walked with Jesus, but they were not chosen to be part of the 12. There were people who were always around, always around, fronting, fronting. And then Jesus said, no, 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 you are not part of the disciples. I have only my 12 only. And they wait outside. And Jesus will come out with the disciples and they will start walking and they will walk with him. Peter made it clear that there were people around. One of them was just, uh, Justus and one was Matthias. They were the two that were selected and out of them, Matthias was chosen to replace, to fill the position that was vacant, Judas's position. Hey, mistress, mistress, you have this nice man and you're giving him problems. You're giving him, you're hurting his head. Madam, queen, queen who? Queen yourself. You're giving that man trouble day in, day out. You run it through his phone. When he pick up his phone, you wonder who he's talking to. You monitor him. You, your position is at risk. Your position is at risk. I'm telling you, do not waste your opportunity. Anybody, anyone who's listening to me this afternoon, if you have been blessed, if you have any position to occupy, you should, feel, you should count yourself blessed. You should count yourself blessed. And know for a fact that if you don't appreciate it and value it, that you will lose your position. This guy decided the day he asked his father, give me the portion of goods that, that followed unto me. That was the day he canceled his name from the position as the second son of this man. You know something? When he came back, when he came back, the senior brother was looking after his father's business. So he didn't know what was happening until he got home in the evening. Then when he approached the house, he heard music and dancing. And he said, ah, music and dancing? What's, what's going on? They, I come from this house. When I was leaving this morning, there was no sign of music or anything. How come there's music and dancing? So he met one of the servants of the house and he asked him, what's going on? And he said, oh, you don't know? Your brother has come back. Your father has killed the fattest calf. And he has organized a party for him. The senior brother said, what? That boy has come back? And my father didn't drive him away. He has kept me and he organized a party for him. So whilst he was rowing and, you know, going on, and the father saw him, so he came to him and he said, Ma, what's going on? And the senior brother said, but daddy, this thing is not fair. I have been with you all my life. Everything you tell me, I follow. 
there's not one of the things you've told me to do that I have not done. You have not even killed a, a kid, a small good kid, not killed one for me and me and my friends to have a party. And this your guy, this your little son has come back. And look at what you are doing for him. Daddy, this, this, this cannot be right. You know what the father told him? The father said, son, you know that everything I have here now is, is yours. So, one goat to kill, to make merry that your brother has come, shouldn't make you row, man. It's okay. He was lost and he's found. He was dead and he's alive. And we, there, there's a cause for us to rejoice. Do you know, do you, do you know what it means? It means that as the, the younger son had come home and he was accepted, there was nothing in the house that belonged to him. The position where something in the house belonged to him, he had lost it. He had wasted it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you. No matter who you are, you're in a position, you're a manager, you're a supervisor, you're a pastor, assistant pastor, you're a wife, you're a husband, whatever position that you're in, I want to encourage you not to waste it. Not to waste, because when you waste it, you waste your opportunity to be great. And God has called you into a better place in 2024. Let let me hear amen. I said, God has called you into a better place in 2024. Say amen. And that place will only come when you respect the opportunities that come your way and not waste them. May the Lord have mercy on all of us as we navigate ourselves through the uh, uh, the issues and, and, and things of this life the darkness, the wickedness, that we will be able to discover, identify the opportunities as doors that are open and walk through them and be where God wants us to be. Father, I pray for everyone who listened, who tuned in, who is going to tune in. I pray for opportunities. Any opportunity that is planned for them, I pray they will not miss it. I pray that they will not waste their positions. I pray that they will not waste the advices they are getting. Especially the position where you have placed them. It is you who raises people and it is you who brings people down. You bring somebody down because they waste the position you put them in. May nobody who is hearing me waste their position that Lord you have granted to them in 2024. Thank you for deliverance. In Jesus name. Amen. You are not saved. You are not born again. I'm going to give your heart to Jesus Christ. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus lived and he died. And I receive Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving my soul. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to pray for you if you are not well. Just a quick one. Father, I pray for everyone who is listening to me who is not well. I pray for your healing power to reach out through the voice, this voice into the bodies, into the lives. Let healing take place now in the name of Jesus. That young lady at the hospital bed, on the hospital bed, who is listening to me, let I declare that the lady is discharged tomorrow morning in the name of Jesus. You are healed. Lady, you are healed. You are healed. I declare you whole. Pack your bags. Tomorrow morning you are going home in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Give an offering. 614-7909 is our uh, uh, MMG number. If you don't have MMG, call that number also. We will definitely help you how to give your offering. This year, I'm campaigning for your tithe. Give a tenth of your increase to Northern Novice Church. I believe God will bless you. Father, bless everyone who is giving. Increase them abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. 
I'll see you again. Are you ready for a life-changing experience? Attend the Art of Ministry Conference 2024 with Bishop Victor Collins de Sabre. If you are a pastor, church worker, or a serious Christian, and you desire to deepen your understanding of the ministry, don't miss this conference. Happening live from February 22nd to the 24th, 2024, at the West Bank Cathedral, Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank, Demerara, Guyana. Be sure to save the date. Register today. Call or WhatsApp us at 592-614-7909 or 592-683-0821. We can't wait to see you there. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call 592-691-5301 or 592-628-2227 or email us on notanoviceservice at gmail.com. God richly bless your day.